welcome to the Unapologetic Connections podcast. We are spicing things up, having no podcast hosts, no scripts, and bearing it all completely unedited. We are a group of entrepreneurial women who believe in true, deep, unapologetic stories. Because life isn't always Instagram worthy. Life is messy, unpredictable, and can rock you to the core. It's time to unmask and show all aspects of ourselves unapologetically. Let's come together, rock this thing called life, and support the heck out of each other. Because ain't nobody got time for the mask of judgment. Get ready to connect, share, and feel the unedited love of unapologetic connections. Welcome back, Connections. My name is Jessica Houston, and I am one of the unapologetic speakers represented by the Unapologetic Connection Agency, and I'm proud to be introducing this week's episode brought to you by Nude Vodka Soda. In addition to my work as a speaker, I'm also a life coach and facilitator with Glitter and Grace Coaching, and I'm so excited to be bringing the topic to the table this week, a topic that is really timely in my life right now, how to use the power of one moment to realign your life. I wanted to bring this forward because lately there's been a lot of um, moments in my life that have been defining moments, and I just started thinking about how um, we could think our life is going in one direction, and all of a sudden one little thing will happen and it completely shifts the way that our life is going. And I just thought it was something to really sit down and think about and something to talk about. So um, before I share my story, I just thought I would ask some of the girls in the room, um, what are some of the defining moments that you've experienced in your lives? Mel, did you want to go first from Bliss Coaching? Sure, I'll go first. When I think back, one of the big defining moments in my life where I had a huge shift, and I'm going to go into kind of personal and business here, was about two years ago and... We, my husband and I, Steve, were going to Mexico and for about two weeks prior to the trip, like everybody thinks Mexico, that's so great. You're so lucky. And I was waking up in like night sweats and like night terrors Mm. thinking about having to be in a bathing suit. Um, Like it was real. (laughs) And looking back now, you know, I can definitely meet myself with some compassion at this point, but It was a thing. And I realized like at that moment, I needed to make some changes in my life. I could not stomach living one more day the way that I had been living the last, I would say 10 years of my life under this just blanket of shame about myself and my body and how I showed up in my life. So that's where I made the decision to make some changes. I joined a coaching program and yeah, my life just feels so much better now. So most recently, I would say that's one of the biggest defining moments I've had is when I knew that I couldn't live any longer the way that I had been living. Wow. That's a powerful one. Oh, it feels so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel now? Oh my God. You know, I've had a lot of health stuff come up in the last year. And I think if I would have been in the headspace that I was two years ago, going through the things that I've been going through this last year, I probably would have lost my mind. Uh, I'm so much more able and capable to deal with stuff as it comes up, weight, body-wise. Yeah, I I feel such a deep sense of 
oh, I don't know what the word I would say, like compassion for people that suffer with what I have suffered with most of my life. It doesn't seem like a big thing to people. It's been a huge thing in my life and it has, I would say, shaped the course of my life and the decisions that I've made in my life because of that. So yeah, it just feels good to be kind of on the other side of that and realize there's another way to live that I do not have to live in shame for the rest of my life. And I can show up as I am in this moment and be totally fucking worthy. And that makes me so proud. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So did. awesome. And you've turned it into a business where now you can yes. give that to other people. Yes. And you can support other people that are just starting out on that journey yeah. and really help them get to where you're at right now. Well, and me having been through the whole process, and I'm still going through the process, Every day there's stuff that I get to work on, um, but just knowing that there's another way to live than beating yourself up every day. That you I'm are. so thankful. Yeah. I'm so beyond thankful. Well, we're glad that you're, that you crossed that bridge I and know, that you had that moment you. because it led you to us Totally. Too, right? Yeah. And because now yeah. we're all connected. And <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Very wow. cool. I love when you said that you get to yes. have, you know, those moments. Or, and that's a mindset, right? That. That's a mind change. Like, oh, I have to. You know what? I actually get to do this and I get to make the decision to be able to do these things to move forward. Like imagine if we all adopted that for everything that we have to do. Well, it's even something as simple as, oh, I have to go to work today. No, actually, I get to go to work today and be grateful for that. There's so many things in life that we are so fortunate to have here Mm -hmm. that I think we really lose sight on is we are so lucky living where we live to be able to do these things. I think if we were able to shift into that get to mode, that that would be a defining, those would be defining moments in in of themselves. Yeah. Haley, did you have one that you wanted to share? Haley Lowen, innovation coach. Yeah. Okay. So... My teen years and in my early 20s, I was very much a follower. I did what my parents told me because I was uh, didn't know how to think for myself. So it was really difficult for me to be authentic. I didn't know what authenticity really was. So because I followed along with everybody said, I became a nurse. Okay. So I went to school for three years because my whole life I was told that I should be one for my grandparents, my aunt, my my family, whatever, everybody. So I thought that's what I needed to do. Went into it, started nursing, and I felt like my soul was being sucked out of me. Mm-hmm. And I think I had always felt a piece of that in my life because I was never truly authentic. So I, because I didn't know what direction I should go into, you know right. what I mean? Because yeah, I just listened to way, way too much of what other people wanted for me. So I ended up quitting my job as a nurse because of a mental breakdown, basically. I completely lost it. And I quit, went right into yoga teacher training and had no idea the impact that it would have on me. Mm. But something told me to go into yoga, like a intuitive hit, I call it. And as soon as I did that and started maybe getting to know my people, my soul people, Mm -hmm. it was just clear what my direction was and what my path was. So I became who ultimately who I was in the beginning of my whole entire life. Right. Right. So it took me having this breakdown and not knowing who the fuck I was, 
being somebody that everybody wanted me to be to being back to who I was originally at birth. Right. So rediscovering who you actually were. Yeah. Essentially unlearning who you thought you were so you could rediscover who you actually were. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a powerful one. Yeah. It was very interesting, the transition, because it wasn't like it wasn't smooth because I mean, quitting your job as a nurse, everybody thought that was absolutely fucking crazy. It's Mm -hmm. like, why would you do that? But I knew that I need to stand strong in my decision mm-hmm. uh, because when I went into yoga teacher training, yeah, there was a lot of fear and there was a lot of like, what am I doing? But once I was there, my first class, it was just like, yes. And then it was just easy. It became like this flow. Mm-hmm. Felt you know? aligned with who you are. Totally and completely aligned. And now that's just morphed into all of the wonderful things that you do now and all the businesses that you have and (laughs) (laughs) keeping us all um, excited to see where you're going with different things and as you kind of morph and change into all these different Mm. um, hats that you wear. It's been really exciting to see that unfold and just to see your energy and your excitement when you come up with a new idea and when you bring it to to us and to share it with us. It's very exciting. So thank you so much. I think you are definitely aligned with who you were meant to be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Today more than ever. That's for sure. I mean, I think that we try certain things and even though they might feel right, maybe they aren't 100%. Because there's, again, that flow that happens when you're totally in the, like, authentic, mm-hmm. 100% authentic. It just, it just feels so fucking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was that defining moment, right? I would still be a nurse if it wasn't for, really, that mental breakdown. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. To see something so good come from something so dark at that yeah, time, right? Yeah, totally. Aw, thank you. Ashley, Ashley McIver, health coach. Do you have a defining moment you want to share? Yeah, so as I was listening to you, Wonderful Women Talk, I was thinking, and I always come back to the same place. Um, Through my teenage life and through my childhood, I had a bit of a harder time growing up and whatnot. So as I grew, I grew up with a lot of shame and anxiety and all those feelings. So I never quite knew underneath all of that who I was. So with that being said, you are always feeling a little bit off. You're not quite sure how to show up, how you should be. And it wasn't until I started to share the feelings and relate with other people that I knew exactly who I was and exactly what I was supposed to do, which Mm. was to share that in service to help. Mm. So with that being said, being a health coach and dealing with health and wellness, for instance, I met with a client yesterday and she shared her story with me. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. I could list, I could mm. relate to her 100% for for the same feelings she was having, I have had before. We weren't in the same struggles, but we were sharing those same feelings. And as I learned to connect and I learned to be open and show up and be true to who I was, was exactly when that defining moment of who I was supposed to be, what I was supposed to do, and just be me. Just kind of fell into alignment and felt good. Absolutely. And I never show up in a group or a crowd of women feeling anything other than comfortable with who I am now. And that's when it was a defining moment. There was no shame. There's no embarrassment. There's no, oh, should I say that? Did I say that? Now it's just, this is who I am and I'm okay with that. Mm. And if you're not, that's okay too. Well, you can't, one thing I've learned on my journey is you can, in business, in personal life, I'm not for everybody. And that used to bother me, 
I'm totally okay with that now. Yes. I just want to be me and do me and just connect with the people that are on, I guess, the same level as me. And the ones who aren't ready or who aren't there, that's okay. They're just doing their thing too. Mm -hmm. It's nothing personal. Mm -mm. It's nothing personal. So just let it be. And it takes people like, well, not people like us. I'm using air quotes. But it takes us a lot of work to realize that it isn't personal. Yeah. Like I had to do a lot of that work where somebody would say something and I would take it a certain way. And now I don't take it that way. I you just make it take... mean something, right? Yes. Totally. 100%. Wow. Well, my story I was planning on sharing is a little bit different. Um, and this is Jessica Houston from Glitter and Grace Coaching. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to make sure I plugged you there. <laughs> um, so I, I have had um, an interesting journey in that I have, for some reason, lost a lot of people in my life. And recently just lost another friend this past weekend. And every time somebody passes away in my life, I really take a moment to sort of take a look at where I'm at in my life and, um, A, appreciate the things that I have and um, just have some gratitude for those things, but B, really assess, like, where my path is going. Um, And the most powerful moment, I think, that I can sort of put into words is probably when my mom passed away. And I'm not looking at the girls because I'll cry, but... (laughs) Um, but yeah, she was 60 when she passed away and it was very unexpected. Um, my mom was one of those women who, you know, she worked her own business. She had five kids. She was a girl guide leader. She was super active in the community. She was just a very busy, 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 go, go, go kind of woman. Um, and I used to think that that was the definition of success. Um, I used to think I want to be exactly like my mom and, what I've realized after she passed away is that she has taught me so many lessons, but um, one of the biggest lessons is actually since she's passed, which is that um, being that busy isn't necessarily a badge of honor, and being that busy isn't necessarily something to um, brag about or be excited about, um, and to really look at that and see why. Why are we so busy? Why do we think that that is something that we need to aspire to have. Um, And what are the other things in our lives that we're not putting forward because we're so busy? So in my mom's example, um, she was just so busy that she would always um, say, you know, when I retire, I'm going to do my traveling. When I retire, I'm going to, you know, live the life that I want to live. And she had all these dreams and all these things she wanted to do when she retired. And um, her passing at 60, she never had that opportunity. So that moment when she did pass really, 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 really um, shaped my life dramatically. I really stopped and looked and went, what am I doing? Like, I'm almost, I was almost 40 at the time. And, um, you know, I still hadn't done a lot of the traveling. I was working in a job that I wasn't super in love with. And I was feeling burnt out because I was also doing the business and, you know, raising a child and exactly like what my mom was doing. I was volunteering. I was doing all the things. Um, except for none of those things really um, counted as what I wanted to be doing. So I think for me, that moment was just like a really big redirect. So I ended up actually um, quitting that job and closing down the business I had at that time and um, took my son and we went traveling for five weeks and we got to experience some things that we never would have otherwise experienced. And in that process, I kind of determined that I wanted to become a coach and, Um, I'll share that story another time, but 
had a really um, poignant moment in my life with that as well. And um, it just really shaped the path that I'm on now. And, you know, if you fast forward, we're almost four years since she passed away. And I just look at my life now and the things that I consider to be um, priorities and important. I've since sold my house and I've done more traveling and I've um, quit another job and I've opened up my coaching business and just really like redefined what's important to me and where I want to put my time and my energy. And so for me, that's, that was um, just a really powerful moment and something, unfortunately, that um, I think a lot of us do when somebody passes away. And so um, I guess my, my two cents for tonight is just um, don't wait until somebody's passed away. Don't wait until we have to sort of sit back and look at that and think, like, am I really on the right path? Um, just take that moment right now and just sit down with yourself and write it out, you know, write out like what would your dream life look like and where are you at right now and what is the difference between the two and what can you do to um, to live that life that you want to be living. So so that's one of my um, power moments, I think, in my life. Um, so Mel, when you talk about your power moment, what are some of the things you do to sort of preserve that memory? Because when I asked you about it, I could see that you actually like relived that moment. How do you keep that moment alive so that you can keep that uh, momentum going? First of all, Miss Jessica, thank you for sharing your story yes. with us. That was really powerful and yeah. made me take a step back and think like, what are the things that I, and I don't want to do the should thing, should be doing, but what are some decisions that I can make today, tomorrow? A small decision mm -hmm. to get me on the track that I want to be, like how I want to be living my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that. Um, to answer your question, yeah, I totally went back to that moment. You could probably tell by my... I um, could see it on your I face. It's <laughs> <laughs> like deep, like my breathing changed, my whole um, body language changed. Um, I know that I never want to go back there. So when I'm talking about like making decisions, how do you make decisions day to day to keep kind of in the present moment? I think I've had to really practice presence. Okay. <laughs> I also am a very anxious person. I can't get too far ahead of myself because shit goes sideways when I do that. So I've had to really learn how to sit and meditate and just really stay focused on just being in the moment of, instead of jumping ahead to the trip to Mexico or to the performance that I have this weekend or to the, <laughs> you know, like what, how am I right now? I'm okay. And I know, like I said to you guys previously, I know that I still have work to do. We That's do. the beautiful thing. <laughs> Like, I don't think you ever get quote unquote better. You just keep up leveling. Mm -hmm. And when you're there, you take that next step. Mm -hmm. So. Definitely. It's always work. It's work every day. Totally. There's always something. Yep. And I'm finding that more and more. Last night when the client said, I, she said something to me and I ended up saying, oh, honey, I have shit. Believe me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's still work. It's work every day. It's self-talk. It's meditation. It's self-talk. Did I say self-talk? Because it's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. completely can relate to you with that. It's not just boom. I'm, I'm good to go. And everybody has something. Yes. Like you were talking, Ashley, in last week's episode about you get really uncomfortable when people say to you, oh, like I'd love to have your body. Yes. You have things too. 
Oh, totally. I so, still get uncomfortable. Yeah. I will always. Or, um... Okay, well, I, first of all, I want your body. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. no, but I'm kidding. But I'm, I'm no, that's not just kidding. Something. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Okay, we yeah. all want it. We all want it. <laughs> but now but everybody I, has something that they yes. get to work on, right? Yes. And I think you're right. I think when you're open about it, it's just so, mm-hmm. so huge. Uh, we booked a trip for March and the travel agent I went through said, well, Ashley, if you fly Sunwing, it's $2,000 cheaper. And I said, I don't think you understand. I'm like, you have to put me on WestJet or Air Canada or I will freak out. Mm. <laughs> like really? it's, yes, yeah. absolutely. So I don't, there's no shame in that anymore. I just show up and own it and I will pay that extra money Be- because, because I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Good on you. No, but I completely understand yeah. what you're saying. Good for you, Mel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feels good. Feels good. Good. Haley, when you went through your defining moment, was there anybody that stood out as like a huge supporter to you during that time when you were going through, you know, you, that's a huge decision to make, right? You've just gone to school for all these years and you've got your career as a nurse and you decide, you know what, no, this isn't the right path for me. Who supported you in that journey? Absolutely nobody. Aww. However, I met a teacher through doing yoga teacher training and and going deeper in it. And there was a prenatal teacher. Her name is Teresa Campbell. And I strongly suggest you look her up because she's absolutely fucking amazing. And, um, she was, I did my yoga teacher training through Semper Viva. So you got to choose what you specialized in after you did your 250 hours. Okay. And this was one that I wanted to do because there's something about her aura and her energy. It was just like, I need to know this person. So I, I did her prenatal class and she absolutely helped to change my life just simply by supporting me mm. in um, like how I was speaking, like what the de- decisions I was making. Uh, she was a sounding board for me, but she also helped to... Uh, kind of relive things that I had missed out on by living other people's lives. Okay. Mm. Right? So then I felt really, and I know this is a, um, a poo-poo word, <laughs> but, I felt, <laughs> but I felt very empowered. And she helped to empower me because she helped bring that out. Yeah. Bring that powerful woman out of me. And then that's when I got to know Kali, who's this amazing goddess in the Hindu mythology, who's like this fierce, fierce person, like this fierce woman who is this demon killer who, you know, I, and I see you, Jessica, you obviously know this, this goddess, this deity. Yeah, so we need to have a sidebar conversation because I actually went to um, a retreat in Bali just this past summer that was called Kali's Portal, oh. and it was a full week oh of my God. immersion in... <laughs> Wow. The goddess of Kali and 20 Brazilian women. So, yes, we need to have a side conversation. I could not even imagine how powerful that would have been because just talking about her in the prenatal um, class, learning about the death of, like, maybe your past or the things that you are not happy about in your life and then rebirth into who you truly are, it just, I connected with it 100%. And so really when Teresa was not there, right, I graduated and Mm -hmm. started teaching prenatal myself, I relied on Kali, like, as this person who is with me to help guide me and and give me strength Mm -hmm. through, like, what I was doing now in my life, who I was now, who I always should have been. 
or could have been. That's so interesting. Could have been, not should have been. Could have been. <laughs> it's actually really interesting because if you think about all of the stories we talked about tonight, all of them involved us sort of letting go of who we thought we were mm-hmm. and taking on this person that mm-hmm. we really were, right? Yeah. So it is really a sense of like releasing that person we thought we should be or the person we, um, yeah, the person we should quote unquote be and embracing who we actually are and who we actually want to be Mm -hmm. moving forward. Right. Um, and just giving ourselves the permission to do that. Yeah. I think permission is a a huge thing, right? Because I feel like we have a lot of past programming when we're younger. I mean, we were raised by people that weren't us. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they were going to have parts of them in us. Mm -hmm. So in order to move towards who we are a hundred percent, we kind of have to give ourselves permission as being like, hey, I'm the adult now. Yeah, and shed the things we don't want of theirs anymore. Exactly. Keep the good pieces, right? Mm. Keep the lessons we learned and the great pieces. Yeah. Um, Like I was sharing about my mom, like there's so many wonderful things about her that I want to keep and preserve and and continue to live. But then there's also those lessons that we learn from those people. And, you know, in in Mm. that example, it's to live and to not wait until you're older and to to really look at your priorities and see where you're spending your time and if that's where you want it to go. People thrive on busy these days. Totally. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They do. And then they burn out. Yeah. And then they end up coming to us as coaches and then they don't know why they're feeling unfulfilled Mm -hmm. and they're feeling like, um, their life is spiraling and they're out of control and things missing. Something's missing. They're feeling empty. Um, so yeah, it just really all starts with taking a look at where we're at and just really, assessing is that where we want to be when you lose yourself in the busyness too totally like I woke up a couple years and I was like who like I don't even know what color I like anymore like I knew nothing about myself that's so funny that you say that me and Mark had this conversation this is my pillow talk we had a conversation (laughs) what's your favorite color what's your I'm just like oh my gosh I don't know I don't know yeah that's yeah I'm glad I'm not alone you're not (laughs) thank you you, Well, also on that note, actually, and, and another moment. So, you know, we, we often talk about these moments as, um, as sometimes negative moments, mm-hmm. right? They're mm-hmm. the moments where things have shifted for us, but they're often sparked by a, a negative sort of catalyst. Um, where last two, a few weeks ago, um, I met somebody for the first time and we had been speaking on, you know, on the phone and through texts and stuff for a little while. And there was obviously a connection, but when we met in person and we just like embraced each other and hugged Mm. each other for the first time, that was also a defining moment and in such a positive way, right? Like, you know, you're just embracing in this magical first hug where you're thinking like, wow, everything right now is changing as I'm doing this mm-hmm. motion, right? Like you can just yeah. feel it. You can feel that things are changing as, as you're, as you're moving forward right now. Connection. Connection. I think open <laughs> to the possibilities too with that. Totally. Yeah. Allowing yourself to go through those emotions as they come up. Right? Yeah. And when you're creating a new relationship, I say creating because you are actually creating it, right? So you get to yeah. choose how you want it to move mm-hmm. forward and who you want to be in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to carry our old selves into a new relationship. We get an opportunity to really redefine who we are with that person, whether that's a romantic relationship or a friendship for sure, or even a teacher or um, a new boss, right? We really constantly have new opportunities to redefine ourselves. We just have to look at it like that. Redefine our defining moment. Yes. I like it. I like it too. (laughs) There's an idea. 
All right. Well, I hope you guys had a great uh, experience with us tonight. I think that we talked about a lot of different interesting directions and different things that um, are kind of happening in people's lives and how we kind of got to where we are today. Um, so thank you, ladies, for being a part of this conversation. Um, and thank you to our connections. Um, we would like to thank our sponsor again, Nude Vodka Soda. And if you're still with us and you've hung until the end of this cast, um, you are officially connected. Head on over to unapologeticconnections.com to read more about us and to put some names to faces. And don't forget to sub subscribe and leave us an honest review. Our agency stands for a lot of things, but most of all, real truth and real connection. So thank you for connecting with us. Until next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.